Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to a very special uh, Terrace Scottish Football podcast coming to you from St Kilda Beach St. in Kilda Melbourne, Beach, yeah. Victoria. Yeah, um, the, the, po- the poorest area of Melbourne, really. Yeah, but the, uh, it's nice on a very hot, sunny, 30 degree day like this. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm really quite enjoying myself. It's a bit better than being in Fowler's house Yeah, um, recording so, a podcast. So for, uh, for any new listeners, uh, we're joined by, by Tony Anderson, um, formerly of Edinburgh, now of Melbourne, <laughs> and uh, Craig Anderson, formerly of uh, also Edinburgh, now of Sydney, um, and I've <laughs> been lucky enough to be down here for a holiday, so me and Tony thought we would uh, meet up and chat some shit about Scottish yeah, football. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very. I'm not going to. I'm not going to pretend I'm not out of the loop. Yeah. I find it very all difficult to follow, but the beauty of having the pod, you listen to the guys back home, and then all the blogs that go up on the website. That's how I really keep in touch. Really. I use a bit of the BBC, but. As uh, Duncan sort of <laughs> put so eloquently yesterday, that it's not yeah. so it's not the best. No, no, it's, uh, you, you would you would drive yourself mental if you tried to keep up with football exclusively from the BBC. Yeah, yeah. It's like the facts and figures usually all right from them, but any of the uh, features anything beyond that is uh, no, not not it's what Chick we Young want. Saying yeah. that we should um, get Jim Duffy in as a Scotland Scotland manager. Uh, uh, I was, what was that, sorry, I didn't mean I've been here drop crate, but what was that stuff where? Waghorn today. I don't know. Have, have oh, you yes, seen that? What, yes. what, so you... there was a Waghorn. I think was walking. Maybe with his wee boy. I don't know. But he was walking along by a school, and some boy I think shouted, "Oh, you're shite or something." Uh, and he was carrying a bag of chips, <laughs> a bag, a bag like a like a paper bag that said chips on it. I don't know. I don't know what sort of chip he gives you a paper bag. I've never heard that. Like, a, like, a, like the sort of bag you would get out of like I don't know. Like I was going to say Top Man, but they're not quite up. Upscaling off, but they sort of bag you get a normal <laughs> shop. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and then Bicon obviously uh, didn't take kindly to it, and he basically like 
walked around the corner to the boy like do you want to say that to my face and I, I couldn't quite hear it properly but I think the boy actually did just say it to his face which was quite <laughs> funny uh, and that's like, I, I kind of get the both sides of the argument that you shouldn't I mean the, the guy's out with his boy you shouldn't be absolutely you shouldn't he's, at the same time boy it's... and you're a fucking grown man in a you know, and he's shouting something yeah life, and it's, sure. he's shouting something that's so silly like almost how can you take offence to something so clean and blase oh yeah. you're shite mate oh water off of that's bad surely it, but yeah he shouldn't, shouldn't be getting pissed I think it's obviously. like last year if someone had said that to Waghorn they probably would have laughed it off but he's probably got all that self doubt in his head because he's been pissed this season yeah, he's, so probably, he's probably thinking he's self oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure so it's, it's just a raw nerve it's, yeah, and he's walking about getting his bag of chips to make him feel better yeah. it's a lunchtime bag of chips that's it, always it the worst been, yeah it must have been the boys were out at school so you'd imagine yeah it's a it's a three o'clock job uh, Chippy yeah. Chippy's just up then yeah. he had to wait to get those chips no, cooked he had to hang around the bar yeah, of he yeah he's not exactly uh, he's, he's not an unfit looking guy but he's hardly like a specimen of peak fitness yeah he's got that the way, yeah. bit of Wayne Rooney's about him but that also helps his sort of ability as yeah, well he's yeah. good low centre of gravity and he can hustle and bustle around yeah. even though as you're saying we've not really seen much of that from him or Anyone. Any Rangers players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, Kenny, the Kenny Miller show this season. Yeah, yeah, and like, that's always fun. Yeah. Just Kenny Miller's been an enigma for now nearly 20 years. <laughs> people yeah. can confusing people whether he's good or shite for 20 years. Well done, Kenny Miller. That takes a lot of doing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Craig. So I mean, what do you want to look at? Well, I th- yeah, I thought we would. Um, obviously, you've been you've been here since what May. I've been yeah. here since February last year. So we've been. Uh, not had the chance to uh, to expose our views to the the podcast audience of late, so I think we thought we would pick our top three our top three moments. I think we yeah I think we know two of them considering considering who we support, but um, our top three moments from um, from Scottish football since since Tony came out here so yeah. since May last yeah. year. Um, so so we'll go we'll go. I'll let Tony uh, I'll let Tony remember this was something I was going to ask you about. Um, so it's May. It's uh, it's. Been a long time since 1902. You've you've obviously given up hope that we're <laughs> ever going to win the cup. You fly out to to Melbourne and then what? Three weeks later, Hibs are in this Scottish Cup. Well, I was final. actually I was I went to the semi final. The yeah. semi final was my last match that I went to, and obviously it was uh, Conrad Logan saved the day yeah. for everyone on uh, what was obviously an awful football match. That in reality, I think outside the first what 30 minutes, I think Hibs probably deserved to lose in terms of chances um, conceded. But uh, they couldn't get past the the wall that was Conrad, Conrad Lowe. That was one of my favourite moments because uh, we like, came out of nowhere. And in 2016 as well, like, you just don't get these types of characters no, that are yeah. clearly not looked after themselves. Yeah, yeah. It, it was yeah, essentially a big fat guy, and he hadn't played football in I had to play a game in like a year or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, and I, I mean, it was bold. It was ballsy from Stubbs to chuck him in for that game. He obviously trust for Tannen yeah, at the time. Oxley had uh, Oxley had been. He wasn't injured, was he? He just dropped Oxley because Oxley, Oxley. No, Oxley was suspended oh, for the semi final. But then he actually yeah, lost he his it, place yeah. in general yeah, after because I think oh, he yeah, played against Oxley, Oxley lost his contact lens or something. Yeah, against like Inverness. Yeah. Um, or so he claimed. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's right. But uh, yeah, so that that was some story actually. Yeah, it was lovely. That, I, I really yeah. enjoyed that. I was like, I felt like it was really authentic sort of moment. That I don't it's think sort of I'll never get again. And you would never get that in, in English football. Like it's, you can barely get that in Scottish you know, football anymore. It's, that's it's dead. That sort of moment. It's the sort of stuff we do like about Scottish yeah. football. It's, it's a bit less polished. You do get occasionally these guys coming out of just nowhere, no and he's like suddenly he's a hero. Yeah, of, like folk had not probably heard of him. Like, I had no idea who he was. And and he became and he became iconic. He played in the in the final as well. So, what was your experience then watching the final uh, here? Well, um, obviously, it's tinged with disappointment. I'm not going to pretend that it isn't. Uh, 
I, even though I must be honest, I think I more missed the the Sunday, the day after the parade down Leith. Uh, I probably felt like that's when it really hit home that I really was missing something because that's a really spectacular moment. Everyone comes out. We're talking around 150,000 people. It's people's families. It's oh, a yeah. family day out. The bars are open later. It's everyone's in like and these things like obviously I, I don't know everyone else but obviously I, I really feed on other people's energy when yeah. I'm out and if everyone else is in such a good mood like, I mean I would feel oh, I would yeah, have I mean, time I, my life I'm not, even, I'm not even a Hibs fan but like at that point I was I was thinking sitting watching thinking yeah I'd love to be back in Edinburgh because everyone's like, just so happy um, I mean you can't you can't f- I would help have, but, you know. certainly I mean I remember it from when from when Kelly won the League Cup and, and further back when we won the Scottish Cup and, and it was an amazing experience yeah. and just every, every everybody's kind of going the same way it's not like you know you've not got like a rivalry it's just yeah. everybody's there for the same reason and yeah it's good and that's the same it's not even just I mean you're talking about your furthest afield fans in terms of like mums and uh, the uh, yeah, wives right. and the dollars fool, everyone goes everyone goes for the day and obviously they put, a lot of people wouldn't have been able to get a ticket for the actual game but everyone would have came out for the final and just yeah, obviously with we're, we're Hibs there's, I'm not going to claim I hate that because obviously Hibs deserved their moment yeah. and obviously I always think that's a bit rich because obviously there's clubs there's 42 clubs in Scotland and some never get anywhere near it as a Hibs fan I get to go to semis yeah, and finals yeah I you've been in I mean I can remember what four Scottish Cup finals with Hibs yeah. like before that one um, but so we do get the moments and we do get much more enjoyment you'd argue than some other ones in terms of big moments that we get but, but we always got kicked at that last yeah, stage that's, that's right. what made it fun for everyone is because Hibs it wasn't that they always performed shit like obviously there was a joke but they got far in tournaments yeah, yeah, no, and they done they, well they, they were a good cup team they were team. regularly a good which is a funny thing they were a good cup, cup team we, and yet they just couldn't get that, that off of the line and yeah, in some sense if you did if you sensed it coming because they, I mean they had the even when they were like dreadful under uh, under Fenland, they got to two cup finals yeah. and they okay, both times they got they got outclassed over, and yeah. turned over. But you could you got that feeling that maybe it was something coming. But actually, still for me, I, I'll, I'll talk about my experience watching the game as we fend off some birds. Um, <laughs> my experience watching the game, I kind of had an had an inkling for Hibs going into the game, and then when Stokes, well, I watched the highlights t- today before we came out just to keep myself on top. Yeah, of I watched Kamara uh, actually. <laughs> um, and Stokes, uh, Stokes scored. Like, it was inside a minute, right? It was like straight. Basically. Yeah, yeah. And and I was like, yeah, they're going to do this. And then Hibs, I, my I could be wrong, but I felt like Hibs bossed the game mostly. Uh, Rangers were went out of it, but I felt Hibs were the more the stronger team for much. Hibs of the always game. looked like they were going to score in the first half, especially. Hibs just looked like they were going to score again, even after Rangers uh, scored the equaliser. And Hibs had like a flurry of chances right before and half then, time and then Halliday well, Miller equalised Halliday bangs in which something which has been completely lost in, in, in everything that happened during the game and afterwards is that was an, an, an incredible goal Go, from Andy yeah. Halliday um, a guy who I certainly Cuts don't like it. I think one of the most uh, most dislikable guys in Scottish <laughs> football but an excellent goal from him and at that moment you're like nah this is this is done again and you Typical. think you're, especially with Hibs they'd, they'd obviously had a bit of disappointment already because it was just coming days we talk, after well, they took two we'd had the league Falkirk, cup final yeah, yeah, and, right, and then and then that done them as well. and, and uh, we're done in the most sort of like uh, yeah, horrible ways yeah. last minute goals that totally kill and everything you kind of think that and at that point I kind of, to be honest I kind of uh, I lost a little bit of interest in the game I was still sitting up watching it but, and that's at the point I'd been watching the game intently and I started like footing about my computer thinking that Rangers have got this now um, and I think I think we can both agree. You never really want to see Rangers win anything. Just, no. just like Celtic, you're, you're kind of like you're. You've seen if you're that, a normal fan, you've yeah. seen that fifty times already in your life. It's not fun. Um, but then you yeah, um, obviously the, the board buttons Achilles heel hit him again. The two set pieces. The yeah. first goal was um, with Stokes header. Yeah, because yeah, he then, just gets him out the world. I, I read an interview with Henderson uh, over the last few days actually. 
talking, he was just talking about how much he loved Tibbs and uh, he's been getting loads of uh, tweets of people showing them getting uh, tattoos oh, of Henderson yeah. delivers. People getting tattoos on the legs of it. Um, and he said that uh, they'd already practiced. The whole point is that every corner they put on Tavernier. Yeah, they, yeah. like everyone they go, they try. And he said that he claimed he found a sign in the crowd, cause a chance for a letter, and he aims for that, and he knows that's where Tavernier is going to go. Yeah. And then Stokes just get absolutely bullied. It was a, it was a great header. Yeah, yeah, it was a great header because um, it's one of those you're watching it and you're thinking the angle Stokes coming in at, even if he gets there. You expect to see that ball go wide, yeah. wide on the like the side where Henderson was hitting it from, like yeah, like maybe skip the side net. Yeah, yeah. Um, and to get that in the net was amazing. And at that point, it, it was it was bedlam yeah, everywhere. Just, and the game the game went mad. I think there was like just nobody really knew what they were like, doing. Yeah, yeah. And like Stokes over the whole ninety yeah. minutes, like about. I mean, he played like a he'd man been, possessed. Yeah, had, Stokes had been almost entirely terrible in his entire spell back at Hibs I, I can't remember I watched I mean a lot of Hibs games were on the telly with just various cup competitions yeah. he'd barely barely kicked his arse. that was that was kicked his own arse. <laughs> yeah. for um, and yeah and then the cup final he was um, I don't know if he did win man of the match but he should have done I think he must um, have yeah. and then yeah and then at the, the end obviously um, David Gray heads that in and, and I think what's been lost in the obviously the furore about the pitch invasion and all that which we're not which going I'm, to talk about no, I'm going to talk about oh you're going to talk about it I'm not going to talk about it because I'm fed up hearing about yeah. it but no that's fair enough you've, you've got your own perspectives on it but um, it's how, how great a game it was it was an incredible game of football um, one one of the best Scottish cup finals I can remember. Yeah, no, I mean, they even um, just have five goals in a cup finals. I believe they'll never mind take away all the drama that was yeah, attached um, to it, and all the history. That's it. The history hung on it uh, the whole time. Oh, yeah, so. I mean, because you're talking about two pieces of history. You're talking about Rangers, like the first trophy back, their first, you know, getting back in. Get, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not even getting into that. Uh, no, don't worry, you're Australia. Don't think can get to you yeah, here. Getting back in, you know, getting getting into Europe. That would have been, you know, um, they would, and it was it would have been a big moment for them. Yeah, you know, yeah. they, no matter what you think about the whole situation, I, there's lots of Rangers fans who are good ordinary people, people like me and you you don't you, you know you don't think of that I've got plenty of mates who are Rangers yeah, yeah I've got friends yeah. and you're like you know you, you wouldn't necessarily grudge them that moment it, it would have been a big thing for them but at the same time I don't I mean I, I, as much as I've always loved taking the piss out of Hibs because it's funny yeah yeah because Hibs uh, are the best yeah, team to yeah, do it because it's cause of, it's cause of the size the relative and, and size the, of the and club and also the, the, the fans have that you know it's an expectation of the, the uh, they think they should be winning and they, yeah. so the fact that they they're so confident and they keep losing is what made it funny but, but yeah. at the same time there's, I don't think there's any way anyone could begrudge begrudge them that um, moment that moment even though I mean I know even a lot of Hearts fans I know like Fowler was kind of he, he was at the game and he said he kind of felt the emotion of it yeah because he, he obviously he's, I, mean, yeah, he, I was the same when Hearts won the cup in 98 Matt like my stepdad is essentially my dad we'll not go to that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's a massive jambo I mean like see dig older he shares I mean he puts everything in here he loves Hearts he loves Hearts more than he loves football I would argue it's more to do with that I remember when they won it the ecstatic nature of him had a few mates and I noticed their dads like watching videos back even old that yeah. time ago you see how much it means to people and obviously you know these people and you do it's hard to begrudge them when you look beyond your your sort of rivalry and it's like when you think teams win the cup and it's, it's been 30 or 40 years since they won it that's, that's big enough but that's like still those people who were alive who've seen the first one. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there was anyone alive who'd seen the. I know there was that old guy Sam who, Martin, who, who, who died recently, right? Yeah, he but just died he after. It. It's like he'd been holding yeah, out. Right. He's like, like, it was a great story, but yeah, I mean, literally nobody had seen it. A bit like the Chicago Cubs, essentially, yeah, yeah. just won the, the. It was the same, the same thing. Literally nobody had seen it. 
and that's what made it I think so much better but anyway I've talked enough about a game that well, but just I, the, I was excited about I didn't really have, have an emotional investment in but you Tony I did I mean so, I, was, so where were you I, I went. I watched it in a pub called Charles Dickens in Melbourne which is uh, I think a lot of uh, Hibs fans who listen who know Australia would know that's uh, like a hub for all the Hibs games that, yeah. that go on live uh, I watched it with a couple of good mates obviously there's other Hibs fans over here that I knew and obviously I was surprised when I went in there was around a hundred people yeah. all in the gear like yeah, the hip yeah. strips the scarves it was very serious able to have actual conversation with people before the game about the, about the team and how they felt to line up I loved that part of it so I felt like I was really yeah. I was involved and, and in the game was, this was midnight right the game kicked yeah, yeah. midnight if I'm correct yeah, yeah, I was sitting, um, my wife had went to bed I was sitting in, sitting in my couch myself with like a can of coke or something it's a bit different from you know midnight <laughs> in the pub I, I could imagine would be quite a yeah and then like I had a, I had a couple of I had a mate with me who's also a Rangers fan who, who managed the first minute and then when Stoke scored place got turned upside down like tables going everywhere pint glasses everywhere you see the bar staff they just obviously run a bar in Melbourne where they always allow for football fans there was a more like even after the game for the FA Cup final there was about 50 Crystal Palace yeah, fans yeah. came in so it's obviously a bar that's well known for it so they sort of think they allow for the pandemonium and it turned upside down and then my mate had to just said I can't do it I need to go <laughs> so he went to another bar called Imperial which was filled with hopefully well crying Rangers fans yeah. by the end of it but um, and then I was like I thought it was going to happen I, like right then and there I was I was quite confident even before the game I was I was relatively confident because I mean I watch, I remember watching the semi-final in the pub back in Edinburgh the day before I flew out to Australia the, the Rangers the old firm game yeah, yeah, yeah. and I went I was delighted when Rangers won it yeah. and like, I was a few Rangers fans there oh you think you can beat us I was like well frankly we've played well, yeah, what, about 12 yeah, times yeah, in the last yeah, three years you won a lot I mean you beat them what two weeks before the final yeah, yeah, I mean, so I mean it's not like so I was like yeah we can argue about who's the subtle differences between the teams and Rangers found more consistency over a season but in terms of man for man you're not screaming that he's oh, that, much better than him He's it's obviously on the day who performs and obviously we've got the stuffing knocked out of us against Falkirk but I obviously Liam Henderson said similar and I think a lot of Hibs fans agree that if we'd got through and then we had to do Kilmarnock oh, yeah, like we wouldn't have won both no, and that was it. I mean, and I think we could have easily lost both, yeah. and that would could have been even and worse. I think probably the Falkirk one focused on mind of like saying, "Well, we can't, we cannot possibly have this." What it must have been about a seventy game season, maybe not quite, but they are, they are sixty game season and come out with it. I think it was two like cup finals, games. playoffs, and come out of it with nothing. Yeah. That would be that would be criminal. Yeah, so they, they, I think it. it probably inspired them a bit as much as anything. Um, so yeah, so so. But then, but then, like, I mean, I'll just go to the moment that the obviously Stokes scored. Uh, when Halliday scored, I was actually outside yeah. the pub because I was at nervous times. I went out for a cigarette. I was struggling because uh, it was one-one, and then Rangers were starting to creep more and more into the game. Hibs had had a lot of territory, created a lot of chance in the first half, and I was, and it was like as a normal firm fan would agree, you, you've seen it all before. Yeah, when yeah, you dominate yeah. and you do really well, you're thinking you need to you score need to two. Now, you yeah. need to score two at that point, yeah, and then yeah. we did it. And then uh, just on my phone, it comes up, Halliday scored. I run down, see the goal. See, it's an incredible goal as yeah. well. Like, nothing can really be done. Obviously, you can talk about shutting down oh, all that, man. but. When you're hitting 25. Sometimes you just accept a goal as a good goal. Go, right? yeah, yeah. Them, but and then uh, the fact that um, it makes you almost prouder that the, the team took another hit in a season of like so many highs and lows, but ultimately lows. Yeah. Nothing ever came of it. And then they managed to bring it back in and bringing Henderson on, obviously a master show. The guy's set pieces were great for Hibs over the period, and he and he'd done it twice, but the the winning goal are just like um I dislocated my shoulder. Yeah, and said, yeah. I'm not I like my shoulder was out of place. Had to get it put back in. I didn't even mind at first. I yeah, felt yeah, it yeah. going. I was like, oh, I'll just leave it hanging like that. 
and just celebrate with everyone because uh, just an incredible moment tears everyone's crying places turned upside down a lot of Crystal Palace fans are in and sort of they, I think they understood the magnitude of yeah. it because they've been talking and they obviously people have heard even if they don't know a lot about Scottish football people hear about the, the Hibs one because it is yeah, quite oh, so I ridiculous mean, it is quite they're, so they're, ridiculous they're, they're, what, they're definitely one of the top what, six biggest clubs in Scotland oh, so to have gone that amount of time without win. winning the, the Scottish Cup ludicrous it's, like, it's, it's, it's you see the teams that had won it yeah, and, yeah. you know in that period like Kilmarnock like, yeah, 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 yeah everyone I mean, I mean like last, uh, Ross County were getting to finals they couldn't yeah. the South were minutes away from winning so I mean you know, everyone's had their moment uh, just Hibs could never quite do it but then when the header went in it was like there was that moment after it all like oh fuck yeah, you yeah. realise that <laughs> it was last minute but it wasn't, it wasn't quite yeah, last yeah. minute but the pandemonium with Grey and like the pictures are so good of Grey running away I like this jump in the air and it couldn't happen to like a guy who's fucking people can talk about David Gray as a player and obviously I agree that there's issues uh, some of his delivery is not that great but he's worked great for Hibs he oh, plays yeah, yeah. through injuries all the time he's a captain he loves Hibs and I, ultimately I would argue he's been a good player for Hibs I, I don't think you could disagree with that, that like, he's been a good, yeah. and, and he deserved these moments much and another one is like he had a, another wee knack he had a knack of scoring against Rangers right, he scored yeah, a lot of that goals very first, that very first game at Ibrox it was 3-0 three, 3-1 three, 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 yeah. three, three, Gray scored in that one mm. um, I remember that I Opener in the 4 0 game. We were maybe. still in Scotland. I think we were around Fowler's recording a podcast. I think it was a Monday night and we hang around and watch it. I don't know if you were there or not. But, I wasn't there. Um, I remember watching I remember it was in my household. Well, but um, yeah, he, yeah, he's always had that. Him and Cummings used to always seem to score against Rangers. Rangers yeah. And then obviously, still, just and then like then the pitch invasion happened. Like the final whistle went. Obviously, a great scene when you see Henderson go. Then the pitch invasion happens and you can do all the. Oh, it's wrong, and then obviously, a few, I mean, obviously the foray after. I don't want to go into oh, all yeah, that yeah. because that would just uh, that got blown. Yeah. Rangers had a point to uh, extent, but uh, they yeah, blew it yeah. so far in proportion. Blah blah blah. It was deflection. deflection. Yeah, yeah, they didn't want to talk about. Like, get their fans on saying, "I get it," and yeah. they do it. They do it very well. They've done it for years, but um, for me, just like I mean, take away a couple of people maybe doing something wrong. I mean, to I mean, me, I think you can you can say that there might have been even a hundred folk doing something wrong, but you're talking about out of. 25,000 yeah. and, and the moment now it's etched in time yeah. and that gave it it's, yeah. and it sound, people might say this is selfish as you think about other people and I, I like I'd, I'd say that I do do that in my day to day life and my, what are things that I do but ultimately just for me that's that etched in history the fans the final whistle going fans on the park Rangers fans gutted wanting to come oh, on and start a scratch and it gives it all standing on the bar it's all nonsense yeah, but to me that's like no, that's a picturesque moment for me that goes into the book yeah, of Scottish football and there's a page that's now dedicated to that moment and people can try and say oh it's a bad thing oh, but in 50 years time that's going to be looked back at as brilliant yeah. what a moment but they must have enjoyed like it the, the whole pitch invasion I didn't get there's people who were like, genuinely annoyed that they, they even invaded the pitch and it's like pitch invasions happen all the no, time come on like when they stayed up the week yeah, before yeah, yeah. they've done it oh, down south yeah and then down south there with the playoffs people were um, it's what happens after it but you, can't, you have to detach the two things but yeah I mean it's just a, it's, uh, yeah. it's a moment yeah, it's people's right, unbridled right. joy it's never going to be forgotten I mean maybe it wouldn't have been forgotten anyway because it was a good game but that's made it like it'll go down like you'll you remember you remember who won a lot of Scottish Cups so you remember Inverness winning the cup against yeah. Falkirk or St Johnston winning and you always remember that but you're not you're not it won't stick in your memory nearly as much as um, unless you're a fan of one yeah, of yeah. the Yeah like from yeah. Lee Wallace getting a ghost yeah, punch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that was great. But um, it was like, and then it was a it was a great day. I loved that. Stayed out obviously till late. Yeah, uh, partied with all the Hibs fans. We had a great time. But then to get videos for friends and oh, then yeah. I started like 
then I said the next day on the Sunday when I started seeing the parade and all my mates had taken time off and the bars, everyone's partying on yeah. the bars, there's no rules, the pubs are staying open until like four o'clock in the morning and stuff, police were just blind eyeing it and letting people yeah, get on yeah. with it. And uh, that's where I really missed it because I was like, that must have been unbridled joy for about a day and a half. 36 hours of just non-stop, yeah. everyone's in a good mood, you're not going to see an issue with anyone. And it's just such a wonderful environment to be in. And I'll always be gutted that I missed that. And I hope one day I can be there when we do. I mean, it will never be the same, but I hope one chances day... Are, chances are Hibs are still going to have, what is it? Cup final moment. Yeah, yeah. And you know I mean? You're sitting here looking at the, the beach in Melbourne. You're, you're not exactly... You're not exactly <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like you ended up in uh, some shithole. Yeah, there. yeah. No, At least you've got that to think. And then, yeah, and exactly. I mean, I'll never... And obviously, I'd, I'd always say to people, like, you're gutty. I remember a few people saying, you're gutty there. And I was like... No, because yeah, uh, I, I mean, uh, there's a, the, the fact that Hibs won the Scottish Cup takes over much more importance to me than me actually physically being there. I still had a moment with a group of people yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that you remember watching these games in the pub better because you can actually um, you can get even more excited yeah, about it. Cause cause you're, not, you're, not, you're not constrained by the um, the rules the and regulations of the stadium. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So but in I, fact, you know, I mean, it was it was great and. Uh, Absolutely loved it, and I think, and I, as you say, I don't think anyone can grudge Hibs that moment, especially after a season like that, where it looked like I mean they couldn't have done much oh, more. No, they were no. dead on their feet from an yeah, early say, stage, yeah. and, and obviously we can talk about the management team. I think there was mistakes made, um, but again, you're talking about a guy who's only done two seasons, yeah. and he was trying to go and Stubbs. I mean, it's not worked out from a roller. Obviously, no, he's got another job in Scotland. I, I don't. I, I don't think he'd be smart I, to take another yeah, job. I personally in don't think he's a, he's, he, he did a great job at Hibs, but no one will, no one will remember that. In, yeah. in twenty years, he'll be Alan Stubbs, the guy that won Hibs the cup. It won't be Alan Stubbs, the guy that managed to keep Hibs I think in the he can championship learn, for two years. Yeah, I think he can learn that. Um, that he can I think his in-game management definitely needs work yeah. but I think his man management looks great yeah, I, I think, think that he created a real that, thing yeah. at Hibs and the fact that they were able to bounce back actually showed that at the very end of the team and, and I think his eye for a player was good but uh, I mean I, the squad the squad Hibs had last season was excellent yeah. I mean that squad was um, there wasn't enough balance yeah. but like play, I mean, man the, for man the, was midfield, like the midfield yeah. and the players I mean I don't rate Fraser Fivey but take him out of it and they had four or five excellent central midfielders but that was the point there wasn't enough balance yeah. so you weren't able to mix it up I think obviously if you go into it you're starting to see even this season with, with Hibs is that they they struggle a lot. Like I think a lot of teams allow Hibs the ball out wide, and like they flood the midfield that they've been doing for years. You're starting to get to the stage where the reason is is because they're not that frightened of the delivery yeah, yeah. coming for Stevenson or Gray. And I think Stevenson's a good player. I think he's a reliable player, but he's not an attacking nice. player of any type. And Hibs put too much emphasis on the wing backs. I said they're definitely wing backs now because they're playing three well, back. You don't have any wing outside. Yeah, yeah. literally. So, Alex Harris and yeah, he's he's started to he's played yeah, a couple really. of games. Obviously, so obviously that's showing that Boyle's been playing up front. It's nice to see Lennon working with Cummins. I actually think this could have a real make or break feel yeah, for yeah. Jason Cummins because some people don't rate him, and I do get I, his all round games quite I horrible. I think he's excellent. I mean, I think just as a as a as a character, yeah, yeah. But also, I think his ability certainly as a as a goal scorer. I think he gets so uh, many chances, and there's a reason it's always him. If he, his attitude, I think, for maybe go over the top in his attitude. I think he's a daft boy rather yeah. than a, a nasty, nasty boy. boy. Yeah. Um, so I think I feel like he'll do well. I mean, he's obviously out of the team now, but that I think this will do him good. I think this is a good yeah. idea, and the fact that Hibbs won a few games by scoring three goals. Yeah. That has a, I think that'll have a major impact yeah, on okay. Cummins and he might realise that he does have to add more to his game because I think maybe he was thinking he's got to have it sewn up here yeah, and then yeah. Lennon done a lot to keep him I mean he flew him over to Paris and he introduced him to like Patrick Vieira and yeah. I read about this I couldn't believe it he introduced him to all these uh, huge name players Sunis 
guys like that that were at the World Cup Lennon asked if they'd tell a word about sticking yeah, around yeah. at him so like he was obviously desperate to keep him so people saying that he doesn't like him I think it's a long nah, shot I just yeah. think that he's now yeah, cheating a guy as a prodigy and he thinks he's got something to work with That's and he'll right. do whatever it takes Right. So I think that's probably plenty on him. We're probably yeah. talking for about 45 minutes. minutes. Yeah, like yeah. It. But um, anyway, Kilmarnock and yeah, their yeah. wonderful so, moment so after. It's moment. very similar to Motherwell. It's like it's just yeah, shit, 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 shit. Yeah, I mean, and then at the end, though, there's a, a incredible game. Not just um, good, not that like you scrapped it. You had a um, performance oh, of the season. Yeah, I mean, so I'd been watching as many games as I could. I mean, a, few, a few people kind of been able to sort me out with like, videos of games or just watching what was on the telly or listening on the radio or whatever. And Kelly had been most of the season... Clark came in uh, Clark came in and kind of had a slight upturn in terms of attitude in terms of they weren't getting that's pumped. one thing you definitely they weren't getting brings. pumped as much mm. but they were still losing <laughs> a lot of games they weren't losing 4-0 but they were still losing 1-0 or yeah. 2-1 but you could feel that attitude and then but you were, we were resigned to the playoffs for a long time I think helped in terms of they, they could actually just focus on that one thing but you're looking at who's in the playoffs Wraith were in incredible form Hibs were a, Hibs are no doubt a better team than mm. Kelly and you've got a Falkirk team who who are also just grinding out wins, very good. And they're doing very good at it. They, so, they found a style Falkirk that was hard to. So I mean, Falkirk going through those playoffs. I mean, losing themselves were a highlight. I mean, the game. I mean, Hibs beating Wraith. It was a, it was a bit of a, a pain in the ass. It wasn't on the telly, but Hibs beating Wraith was quite dramatic and um, or, or at least a, a good game. Yeah. And then the, the two Hibs Falkirk games were tremendous. Yeah, crazy and, and the way the way Falkirk won that at the end, and Falkirk had been doing that consistently, and so you felt like it coming up against Kelly. I think. I felt we were we were probably in trouble. I think we were sec- probably second favourites for that game because we were not not doing well. And then I watched the I stayed up. I've got up early, sorry for the first leg, and I thought Kelly were excellent in the first leg. Played very well. Stifle Falkirk had the better chances of the game, and then of course stoppage time get hit by the sucker punch and Will Vox scored. And at that point, I thought no, it's done. I mean, you just I just didn't have it, have the faith in that team. And Falkirk, I thought Falkirk will definitely score. At Rugby Park, and, and they're very good at sitting deep. Yeah, and, and I thought well, we're probably done for here. Um, but I still, I mean, I still sat up on. I think it was a Sunday night, and I think it was a, maybe a eleven p.m. or one or midnight kickoff, yeah. and it was on the telly here, so it was all right. I sat, sat up and watched it. Had had a wee drink, which I very rarely do sitting by myself. Um, but I had a had a had a, a night my way, and my boss bought me a nice bottle of whiskey, so I was by drinking some uh, drinking some whiskey with uh, with some coke and just trying to keep myself <laughs> yeah. uh, keep myself. Uh, into the game but just from moment one it was just an incredible performance yeah like, like it was electric I've watched I watched the highlights today and it's like Kamarak are so in their face and just so uh, uh, it was the introduction of McGuinness McGuinness had been fairly good all season he'd gone, out, he'd gone a wee bit off the bone and got injured and then he, he missed the first um, he missed the first leg and then and there was a lot of people kind of saying oh, he was saving himself for the Euros and he wasn't really into it but he played he played wide right in that uh, game and just straight from the word go, he just went at Lee um, and they just they couldn't they couldn't handle. Who'd had a superb yeah, season? Yeah, yeah. Like it's not like Lee was a weak link oh, in the Falkirk like, team. Yeah, against, yeah. Uh, it was him against Hibs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The absolute. Yeah, when he hooked it. Yeah, yeah. but um, but yeah, and he just yeah, McGinnis said also Kelty scored the opening goal. Kelty who's just a, a tremendous player. So it's such a pity that he's got injured this season. So I think that's what's going to be his breakout. Yeah. He, and they, they started Kamarnik and started, started making room for him in terms yeah, of building around playing, 10 he was playing as a 10 he you're playing in his yeah. position where he was sort of like becoming more and more the main man but such, such a good player a player who his only drawbacks he's got so much technical ability he's, he's so clever a lack of pace is all that maybe will hold him back but I think he's such a good player and he will come back from it but um, yeah, he scored and then straight away 
like within, I think within five minutes it was two 0 and uh, in nine minutes, nine, nine minutes, nine minutes, two 0 Addison because Addison just killed it. In. I mean, yeah. Addison's just a, a character. I mean, the size of the guy, like he, he literally that rugby park tunnel was like super tight. I feel like he'd have had to walk out sideways yeah. to even get out of it. Um, but yeah, he's been a, he was a great addition. He just kind of the defense had been really weak, and um, he kind of just got added a bit of power and strength to it. But he. Um, yeah, that, and at that moment, once I went in, I thought, yeah, we've got this now. I mean, you're, you're watching Falkirk, and they'd been building up thinking, we can go and hold out for a 0-0 here, or maybe nick a, nick a goal. Or 1-1 and, or yeah, something. Yeah, or whatever. But they, you could see their faces when it went to 2-0, and I thought, yeah, we've got them here. And, and they're knackered as well. The, yeah. the emotion that they've been through. Yeah, beating, I mean... Beating Hibs in the way that they did. Um, I think it played on our mind. I think it was hard for them to get back up to that sort of level of uh, like passion, which when you play in the style that Falkirk have, then uh, the whole chest pumping and throwing yourself under the ball and all that and like just not allowing it to go through. Once you take that away, yeah, then suddenly they were they had nothing. They yeah, were. They, I, mean, I mean, you see, I think it's at the end of the first half they have a flurry of chances, the overhead kick, and I think there's a header as well that yeah. just goes wide, and that's pretty much all they yeah, really offered for um, for ninety minutes. Yeah, I, I felt like, and it was certainly the best the best Kelly performance. Probably since since she well definitely since she was departed I would have said um, maybe a couple of the times when we we've thumped hearts I think we seem to make a habit of that even under like Johnston yeah. we did that but yeah probably the best performance in a long time and yeah the second half it was uh, once Kelty scored again you kind of Falkirk gave up but the I mean the, the, but I mean the I love it when, uh, when, when Boyd scored Boyd scored yeah. I loved it when McGinnis just roasted it and I think yeah. but does Boyd body McCracken or yeah, something yeah, he just, he just knocks, knocks him, him over off. yeah yeah and, uh, and yeah and at that point I mean Boyd McGinnis could easily have scored himself yeah, yeah. but I think he knew what it meant to Boyd and he just put it across to him and Boyd uh, battled in but the, yeah the, the, the highlights of the game beyond like the, the, the excellent performance staying up and all that was uh, with Lee Clark on the touchline like we're doing the runs the when he, when he, and, and getting the scarf and he put get, the scarf on the police room yeah and yeah. doing the whole your da thing like yeah, at the yeah. end like just it was it was great but also uh, that Gordon Sawyer's asshole getting uh, getting thrown out yeah uh, with the highlight which is kind of been forgotten, but his wee boy was with him. His wee boy was with him, but that wasn't as important as him like being a, a widow. Yeah. And uh, no, and, and uh, that was that was funny. But um, yeah, no, it was it was just a, a great um, a great moment. And I think I wasn't. I had a lot of doubts about Clark. I still do to some extent, but they couldn't argue that he made a big difference there. And actually, he's done a lot better than I expected this season because he he pulled together that squad from. All over the place. Oh wow! I mean, uh, Kula Valley is what the, the sign of the season. Yeah, and he's made a big, he's made a big, um, you know, big cut in the wages. A lot of high earners went out, and a lot of these guys are not going to be earning big money. They're here to prove themselves. And I went to a couple. I was back home in July, and so I went then to a couple. Of, style, really, I went, yeah. yeah, and I went, I went to a couple of league cup games, and uh, we beat Clyde, but it was slightly unconvincing. But I thought we were okay, and then we lost at home to Morton. And you start having a few doubts, and then I think it took it a couple of games to win in the league, and you start panicking. And but you know he, he's grinding out results. The team looks quite organised. Um, but there's still there's still glaring flaws. There's still a good chance we could get relegated. But I'm feel a lot more happy with Clark than I did with with Johnson or Locke. I feel like he's got something about him, and, he, and most importantly, he's got that character. He's got the yeah, that's something he does. He him. does bring that. I mean, I think Clark there's a. A lot of quite like he doesn't seem to be able to find the balance for top management. Nah. But in Scotland, a club like Kilmarnock, where 
really they just need to get on a sure foot yeah, and, yeah. and go again, right? Come on, I just need to be. Well, you just need to finish eight, finish, yeah, eight, eight, one year, and then, and then you can like really have a think about how you move forward. But you need that safety net yeah. before, because otherwise you're. You just spend you spend a lot of your budget as well when you do these mid-season changes, and then people want to bring in all these free agents. That has to come oh, out yeah, of the future. Right. But if you can get yourself into a sort of more solid foot, and you're like, right, we're safe. We're not doing anything this season, but we're safe. Uh, we can hold off. We can then you can start really try implement a style of play. You can decide these guys who can do it for you, and then you know you've got a full budget to go with it the next season. I think that's quite need to be. But in terms of emotion, Lee Clark he strikes you someone big game. I think Lee Clark be a good manager to have. The mundane, I think he'll find it yeah, harder yeah, yeah. to, like, this is the mundane Saturday to Saturday. But I feel like he's, he's, he's helped himself with that because he's brought in this young team and I think he sees it as his responsibility to, I mean, he obviously his career, he got a good career, but he could have done a lot more and he was a bit of an arse and yeah, he, yeah. he screwed up his career to some extent. I think he sees it, he sees it as his duty to... To make sure these make other sure young players don't do it. Which is good. Um, I think that, I mean, that's exhausted, that one. So I think I maybe we can pick one each, or I don't know. But the one that I had, uh, I, my highlight was uh, was uh, with three words, uh, Lincoln Red Imps. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was incredible. Um, I didn't watch the game. I think it was actually on TV here, but I didn't I didn't watch it. Um, and I half expected, you know, I, I genuinely actually expected that Celtic might take double figures off them. And yeah, so well, you think they should. Yeah, so there was no doubt about it. Like, so the, and then and any excuse that came yeah, after it was just like, just say it was terrible yeah. and we're going to hump them at Parkhead. And, and we, so I, um, I rolled over, I think it was in the morning, it was on through the night, and I got up in the morning and I checked the score on my phone. I was still half asleep. I do this all the time. I, I wake up and, you know, you half wearily look at the scores and, and I looked at it and I was like, that looks like it says 1-0. I was like, it must have been 10-1 to Celtic is what I thought. And then I was like, no, 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 it's 1 0 to like, it's finished 1 0 to Lincoln Red. Over 90 minutes. Yeah, over against <laughs> an amateur team or essentially whatever from it's getting, Gibraltar. It's, just, it's, yeah. getting beaten off, it's, it's yeah, no getting, different than anyone getting beat off Gibraltar. No, yeah, no yeah, different. Yeah, that's right. And it's like, it, it was, I mean, folk have, folk have tried to defend it, but to me, it was the, the worst uh, the worst result in Scottish football history. Of course it is. Um, it's worse than Armenia Bratislava yeah. and that nonsense, because they're a football team. And it's even, <laughs> wor- even worse than uh, Motherwell getting beat at home by Linethley, I think, because <laughs> Motherwell, as much as... Uh, as much as that, I mean, that was a massive golf as well. Motherwell are not as big as... Celtic are former European Inter- champions, and they're getting beat off a bunch of, like, I don't know, quantity surveyors from, yeah. from Gibraltar. <laughs> Shepherds, uh... yeah. Like, like a casino worker. Yeah, and and it's yeah, and okay, they came through, it and actually they've been very good this season. Yeah. But I think you never. You think never... That, was, that was a good thing. It, for probably, so... it possibly was. Think it, it really showed. I it showed maybe showed Rogers the guy that he absolutely yeah, couldn't well, rely on. I was watching the goal today, and it was like you're seeing the guy taking on Effie Ambrose, and you're like, well. Effie Ambrose that, that explains and then, it and, you're absolutely. Like, and he's been he's disappeared mostly since then I think he played one other game and was also dreadful in it um, and yeah stuff like that and it probably did help him to realise you know I need to I need to actually change a lot and he's he's done a great job he's been quite he, brave Rogers. tactically he's been really brave yeah yeah. because you look at Dyla tried to come in and play football and play 4-3-3 and all this stuff and it, it didn't work if the players didn't buy into it but Rogers has got that it's just obviously got more gravitas and he's actually got them to buy in it's much easier like again it shows that example of like uh, just having a name it's like when you have money yeah. you can make money yeah. and it's similar if you've got a bit of uh, like backbone right, you have CV behind you suddenly the players are more than happy just to buy any instantly and I obviously I've been a, like I loved reading uh, 
like Joel's article about the back three. I, yeah. mean, I absolutely loved that, and I, obviously I've been a huge advocate of back yeah, three yeah, my yeah. entire. I, mean, I, mean, since I remember I was since a, I started coming on the podcast, you have been going on about high, back three. Yeah, yeah, like it says uh, high school. I remember writing a for in PE when you have to write for an exam, you have to write about how you use a formation. And I always love three at the back just because it's so flexible in so many different ways. I know people say all formations are flexible, yeah. but I mean if you have the right players. For three five two, yeah, I just think it makes Scott, you Scottish so. Football's always, always five years behind the rest of the world because yeah. that's starting to come in. It's, it's, it's Italy, everywhere now, it's though. Starting to come in. England's always a lot. behind the, uh, just behind that, and it's like yeah. you follow the trend. So whatever the trend is. In a couple of years, Scotland will get it in 10 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, It's like the 4 2 3 yeah. 1 to go ages, yeah, yeah. and then suddenly everyone's doing it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I three of the backs coming in all over all over the, the world now. I mean, Italy obviously have done it for years, obviously it suits them down on the ground, and England's using it a lot now, and loads of teams in Scotland, like Hamilton have done it well. That's the thing I've quite liked about what I do know about Scottish football and what I have seen is even the teams in the bottom half. Uh, they've had lots of good performances. Yeah, that's right. It's like obviously they aren't able to put together week to week, and obviously the bottom half. But nearly everyone is on so like twelve points and yeah, stuff like it's that. Like last season, I think it was like a battle of who was who was least bad. Like Kelly were rubbish, Hamilton were rubbish, and United were, were certainly rubbish. Yeah. Um, there might have been someone else I've forgotten, but. That, this year it feels like all the teams are slightly better. There's not yeah. like I mean, okay, it's like Dun- everyone's improved. Yeah, Dundee were Dundee were maybe, like they yeah. were, but they, they seem to have come back a bit, and it, and it looks like yeah, you've got four five teams sorry out the front, and then the other seven. There's not a lot between them, and no. you feel like any anyone if you were to say right now any one of those seven teams from Inverness, I think Inverness are sixth now down to down to whoever's bottom. Who are, I can't remember, maybe Hamilton, but uh, uh, no, apart then no, someone's on eleven points. It's whoever's bottom. All the way down to them. We'll talk, uh, we'll talk about the struggles of watching football football here soon. Um, uh, yeah, but no, I think it's a slightly better... Because um, I found, like, I mean, watching about Hamilton, um, I remember watching him against Rangers on the opening day. Which, which, which could also have been a... That, 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 well, maybe I'll just give that Joy Bar and get a nutmeg. Yeah. I, obviously, I don't want to go to the Joy Bar thing, really, as because well, obviously I'm sure it's been done to death back home. It's been nice for us, because I get to see those with a smirk. Yeah. And I don't have to read and listen to all the fucking... Shite that'll come out in relation to all of it. It all just made me laugh just because he came in all guns blazing. Yeah, he was giving he was it all so the chat. Mouthy. Yeah. And then and it, and it totally worked. And, and he never performed really once. And that made me, that gave me a warm feeling inside. Yeah, yeah. It's like Joey Barton was sort of like the face of English football that I hate. And yeah. I'm not saying all English football's not like that. I'm not saying all English football fans like that. But he was the face of that attitude. Like, I'll come in and be the best there. I'm going to give yeah, the yeah, country yeah. a boost. It was like he was doing us a favour. Him coming over to play his last year, he just performed magnificently in the championship, which everyone raves about being like one of the oh, best yeah, leagues. And, it's not. and then he just came in and he, he struggled with the tempo. Yeah. Because, I mean, he could slag off the, the technique in Scotland, absolutely. But the tempo's yeah, always no, there, and, and, it's, it's, and it's hard to play in. And, and I mean, I think it's the thing. He was a, he's going to be the poster boy of this season for Rangers, which is they, they struggled three years in the lower leagues with exactly that problem. Signing mercenaries, signing guys who were only there for the money, only there for an easy, easy the, ride. A bit of fame as well. Yeah. I mean, it's a, big, then, it's a big one for us. It's, it's the biggest club Joey Barnes ever played yeah, for. And they, but they came back and they sorted out... Um, yeah, they came back and last year Warburton got it right. He, he signed young guys. He signed people with something to prove. He didn't. He didn't care about egos. It wasn't let's bring in. And you saw game. everyone. And, and you saw and like there was that. Sorry to interrupt, yeah. but there was like you saw both sides of it there because you saw a team 
that was in his complete image, everything that he wanted from a team, because they were wanting to listen, but also you saw the other side of it, since he's got these young guys who can't take any responsibility on the pitch, that they really followed his instructions to the death, even when it was clearly going wrong yeah. at points. And you saw, but that showed that he had a bunch of players who would listen to yeah, him right. no matter what. But this season, it's like they've reverted to type. They've went back to signing your, it's your Partins league. and your Cranchard. I mean, Cranchard might, might have came on to a game a wee bit. I think people were overselling how, how good he'd been before he got injured, but... These guys, why, why? Why did you sign them? Like, they, like, if you're going to improve yourself for the Scottish Premiership, be clever about it. Don't just come. Energy you know. is what you need. Yeah, and, energy, like, look at Celtic. Know. They bring so much energy to the park. Uh, the way they play, like he plays at such a high pace that you compare that to Rangers. It's just Rangers had that though. They yeah, had it. Yeah, and they just they just team, dismantled it. That team, their team now is not as good as their team from last season, yeah, which, which is, is madness. ridiculous. Um, so yeah, so do you, so have you? I mean, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll go. Uh, just, uh, just, just to see that the the that Rangers, even when they done, they'd achieved everything that they went out to achieve, they still managed to fuck it up. Yeah, it's just an incredible. They're just the most incredible team. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I said back, I said it on the pod back home. I, I don't. I don't, but I don't. I'm starting to get less and less enjoyment out of it. But still, it's just it's, the disbelief of like, have they done that again? I mean, yeah, yeah, how yeah. can you not learn? How, yeah. You've got a manager who doesn't even want to do it, probably, and you're, it's been forced down his yeah. throat. And it's just, just give up on being the the, the Rangers, the boys, the, the yeah, lads. Yeah. Just give up yeah, on yeah, it and just cause it'll be there's good. There's so much evidence of it being a failure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> anyway, yeah. But uh, yeah, and like obviously with it, with so like with what Joel's article have kept me in the loop in terms of tactically. Like I mean, I watched a bit of Hamilton, and I quite enjoyed when he played Rangers. I think I saw them in another game. I think when they were playing Hearts, and I saw them, and I really liked watching Hamilton play. They were. Considering again before I left in the series, I gave Cannon a bit of a hard time. I mean, if you listen, if people listen back. I think I think most people. Yeah, did. and I always thought he was too soft, but he really watched them. I think I've watched them twice in ninety minutes, which strange enough. I mean, I've seen Hibs three times, I've seen Rangers twice, I've seen Hearts once or twice, Celtic a couple of times. So I've not seen a lot. So Hamilton, strange enough, are one of the teams yeah. that I've just I've seen them, um, and I just love the, the the energy they play with in the midfield, where like they get three guys in there that all. High energy. They've got Donati who sits back. Who takes I think he's ball. So, so important for that because he's just yeah. like you need that. You need that guy Cameron. who's like the centre of everything. It's he's like, playing defence now. He's playing, defense, playing in, but he's also he's, he's just the, the core of the entire team. Is you get this big, big guy who's who's confident and he's strong and he's powerful and he, loses and, he class. Leads. and so you get all those young players around about him and they learn from him. I mean, it, 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 similar like no best one obviously as a Hibs fan, I can link that back to Sozzi. Yeah, that style, like older player who's obviously much more talented than everyone else around. Now dropping back and just controlling the game for the back and getting it into it means you get crisp and quality passing from deep yeah. from defence and you can get that and if you've got energetic player if you can get it right under their feet when they've got time and space because he can he can hold on to the ball long enough to give them that time and space and then suddenly they get the ball and even if their balls are really good but they're quick they're energetic they'll get the ball and they'll just get that ball in front of them and then suddenly the game's opening up yeah. and you're seeing because there's guys that are scoring goals for Hamilton like a lot more than they ever did because they're able to play a much more expansive but then when they lose the ball this is a bit that I've been impressed with Cannon is that they all work right back in and it's really well drilled which is probably something that I would say. I didn't see from him yeah. being able to get his point across. I thought he was too soft, and I think people would just sort of like half listen to him on the yeah, training yeah, pitch. Yeah. And I think he's done a, a great job there. But I think yeah, there's have... another and highlight is exactly what you just said is that I think that the the even I'm watching from afar every time I watch, the league's improved, teams have improved, managers um, on another year on you can see them yeah, improve, yeah, yeah. and it gives you a bit of confidence that I mean 
maybe we do just need to give guys some room and maybe Scotland's a nice place to give them time for room because well, we all accept that we're shy yeah there's no there's no expectation there of you know players go into England and within like three or four months they're written off mm. and, and there's a like, bit more time like these guys managers and players they write them off but they still they keep they, playing they yeah, just, yeah, yeah. when they get written off in England they just disappear it's, but they uh, keep playing because there's nobody there's else to no turn and actually you see them improve and you see them get better there's loads of examples of it uh, round in the top flight especially but um, yeah but yeah but I'll say my, my top one was just to, to see that incredibly that Rangers are just making the same mistakes yeah. it's quite boring yeah. but it's hard to, to keep on track with everything the more subtle nuances in, in uh, football back at uh, back in Scotland the more fun stuff yeah, like, yeah. I get off the off the WhatsApp chat and stuff but again yeah, the one it, thing that keeps us connected it does and because I was like we might as well go on to that I find it I find it increasingly tough because I hate not having a real opinion yeah yeah I hate that because my opinion has holds nothing because my opinion's based on what I've read a uh, little tiny bits are, yeah. I've seen and what other people are saying and I'm really fortunate that obviously I've got a group of guys who really know the game inside out that I can keep in contact with and they can let you know and as I said reading Joel's blog especially his tactical blog I mean Joel's writing's just improved oh, yeah, so much. I don't I want mean, to blow smoke that. up his yeah, arse, but it's just, it's I went to a new level. Thing. It's like, Joel, Joel's always, I think Joel's always, uh, like his articles have always like, had a good point to them, but like the style is, uh, you'll be listening to this, but the yeah. style's so much better, and yeah, they're, they're so entertaining to read, and, um, and yeah. It's they, everything you want really yeah. from a blog, like, an, like a blog like that, that's informative, and it's uh, got a bit of humour attached to it, he doesn't hide from his, uh, he uses his sort of preferences, like harsh yeah. stuff, he uses it as a joke, that uh, you think that an intelligent reader would get on board yeah. with quite quickly and it's quite fun. Uh, he's like, um, almost like, I don't know, I, I read a lot of F365, yeah. Football 365, in terms of when I read about English football. Uh, I'd say he's like becoming uh, Scottish football's Daniel Story. Yeah, maybe, yeah like, there you go. That's who's it. an award-winning, who's yeah. an award-winning writer, Joe. Yeah, so, so get your act together. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but no, it is, it is hard. I mean, I think we are lucky, like the, the WhatsApp is, because um, you're, getting, you're getting everything, you're getting the chat about the football, but you get a bit of chat about what's going on in the guys' lives, which is good. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, they're folks that you spend a lot of time Timely, with when yeah. back at home, but, but also we... Uh, there's like it's not just the football side of things; it's the sort of patter that you get. Like you, you miss it. I miss that. I miss that. I miss, I miss it and Raymond. Somebody's, you know, you're just going back and forward with each other, talking shit about nothing. Yeah, yeah. And you don't get that because I, I mean, most of my football watching now is done. My wife doesn't care about football. She doesn't mind me watching yeah, it. Yeah, I get my fiance. Well, actually, yeah, my oh, fiance. Yeah, 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 I just got. I, I just got. I didn't want to bring that up, but yeah, <laughs> Tony's. Uh, Tony's just some congratulations. Yeah, uh, I know the ladies will be so disappointed. Yeah, I know, I leave the listeners. The market. Um, but you know, they, they, I think we're both in the same boat. They don't, they don't mind us watching football, but they're not. I mean, they're not. They're just not in it. Yeah, my yeah. girlfriend is always fine. She, there's always a part of my life that she's not going. Why would you try and take that away from yeah. you? uh, your passions? But yeah, I find it difficult because I was. I, I loved watching ninety minutes back home. That's something I really like, especially doing the pod. I was like, obviously, I'm going to be asked about other teams. It's not just. The yeah. only way I can get it to get so I can read message boards and all that, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna read I used to read Hamilton Aki's yeah, message board at home. Just, I don't read that in Melbourne. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. Um, so like I really miss the fact that you I listen to some pods sometimes or just when you get a chat, I don't really have any real opinion and yeah. that hurts me and that annoys me. But it doesn't hurt me, but I'm just yeah, saying it, it makes me fall out because the reason I got back into Scottish football in a massive way. Well yeah, I was the same with this podcast before mm. I, I mean I'd always been going going along to Rugby Park yeah, yeah, the Kelly games, road, but, but it's like you start you don't really pay much attention. It's easy to get seduced, especially when you're a bit younger by all the English football yeah. and the Champions League and that and you kind of pay cursory attention to the Scottish football and then you're yeah, coming back um 
coming back and, and getting involved with the podcast got me interested. In, yeah, and you know, I love Scottish football. And now it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm hooked again, and I'm, I doubt I'll ever be unhooked from it. But no, I'll uh, always keep on trying. I always check other team results, and I read match reports, and I read the blogs for the guys, and if I can find anything else on, uh, there's a few good bloggers out there for Scottish football. Absolutely, there's a lot of shite as well. Yeah, That's yeah. our problem. Is that there's no real. I use the terrace as a hub for my Scottish football, but yeah, there should be more. There yeah. should be more than that. I shouldn't have to use my yeah, yeah, my, yeah our the, own. The people even. who are, the people who are, well before the Patreon stuff, the people who are doing it for nothing. Yeah, yeah, like they're uh, the ones that yeah, I would use. Yeah. Even if I, even if I was not involved in Scottish football, someone pointing me in the way of like the terrace and some of the other bloggers that are online. That's who I would use yeah. to because I mean, just the other stuff just isn't. Is not good it's enough? Functional, <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not got. And it's so you see it massively when you come over here because, like I said, I can use websites like for English football, which obviously I don't watch in English football either. No, I have I a fantasy either, team, yeah, yeah. and I've got a WhatsApp group where we have a fantasy team, so that keeps me on board of what's going on. And again, I read. I do a lot more reading than watching, yeah, yeah. and that, that's annoying. But um, but like I've got three six five for the and I think that's a great website, and the terrace website's going the same way. It's yeah. getting that good, but like the, even the BBC for English football is just not particularly uh, you, great. But yeah, no, and then, I mean the challenge. I think we were talking about this just before we before we went on here, before we moved to the other end of the beach, beach and started yeah. uh, started talking about this. Is um, like I, I, you you're you're sharing in a, a flat that's already all kind of set up. Yeah. You can you can tell them I'll go and get this subscription. So I, I mean, I, I look at the place I moved into was all furnished and, and it wasn't a, pro, a bother for me. So I've got the the DVR, the the recording equipment, and so. Games are on, and that's the biggest problem. Is is the timing of the games? Like a three three o'clock on a Saturday now is two a.m. There's yeah. no way I'm setting up to two a.m. Like the only way I can do it is if I go out and I'm and I'm drinking, and then I'm not going to get the Scottish football because I'm going to be yeah, in a bar yeah, with English yeah, football. Yeah. I don't. That's not a choice. That's just that's what uh, it'll be. And then and then like even, I, if I want to watch Scottish football, I have to stay indoors. Yeah, that's right. And even when and that's clock, hard when yeah, you're indoors. Right. And, till and, two the clock, in the and the clocks change, and it's still midnight. And occasionally, I have some when it's midnight, so that's like at the start and the end of the season. Like the, the summer as it is at home, um, we we're not which is still not as hot as the thirty degrees it nah. is here today. Which yeah, it's bloody roasting again. It's bloody um, roasting, like. <laughs> um, but the uh, the first terrace podcast uh, in sunglasses, I think. Um, but the uh, no the the those games I'll occasionally sit up and even if I can't watch a game, just like follow it on Twitter, listen yeah. to the radio, or whatever. I'll do it. But you can't do it in this time of year because it's two a.m. I've still got a life. I'm still doing stuff on a Sunday afternoon. I can't stay up until four o'clock. Yeah, I can't, I can't say to my girlfriend that I'm going to have to yeah. sleep all day or friends or just anything. Like obviously, you just have, like when you have work and stuff, like, you can't stay up all day, like stay go to bed all day Saturday so you wake up. I'm off work now, so I think I'm going to have a big go at trying to stay on top of it. I'm going to buy like um, an IP shield so I can maybe watch more from abroad, yeah. like like some of the coverage, like sports scene, like because just a yeah, highlight just show. Because the, the YouTube ones, uh, they're really short highlights. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, mean, I know something. I was watching the, the highlights, like, like the goals, the phantom goals that get scored. I'm not sure of their goals. Yeah, the one, that, the Hearts work. one, was it Bobbin, the header? Oh yeah. I was like, was that a goal? I'm like, and then I had to, I, then I watched it back. Then I saw it in the corner a guy going like that and sell it yeah, Then yeah. I was like, oh, so that did count. Yeah, that, yeah. it never gave me anything to yeah, tell me that right, it counted. And I know we're. I know we're. Uh, I mean, it's easy to say, but there, there, are, there are so many improvements can be made to that. For especially for overseas people, and I know the SPFLs are probably their, their big market is probably not overseas. Yeah. I don't think it's, there's not there's not many people in Australia care about the SPFL, yeah, and that's fair enough. And and that's they never are going to be. They can It doesn't matter how good it is. It's never going to be as good as, as English football, yeah. which is much bigger than I expected it to be here. Yeah, it's um, pretty big here. Yeah, I mean, I go into work and people are asking me like, Who, "Who's your team?" And I'll say, "Killing the who's your EPL team?" I'm yeah. like, "I don't really care about I it." Get that all the time. And then it's like, 
what, what do you mean you don't care about it? I'm like, well, I watch it's it as entertainment. Well, it's right. I enjoy it, but it's like I'm not emotionally attached to it. Yeah, I can't. I can't get the same. I watch that. Like, I like. I like using English football as my candy. Almost is that obviously we're back home. We watch Scottish football a lot. We be praying for the pod. I'd be watching yeah. games differently than what I would. Uh, like obviously, like you'd stop, you'd pause things, you'd yeah. check out things before you made a statement on the podcast or something like that. But English football was like my fluff. Because I'd put on and then they'd be well over the top sky. That'd oh, make me yeah. giggle a bit, and then I'd sit back hungover on a Sunday, eat a pizza. I'd watch Hong Burnley. Yeah, I'd watch the I'd watch the Scottish football at the start, then I'd flick over when that finished, and then I'd start watching that mindlessly with mates and have a beer or something, and then. I enjoyed it for that, and like I like it for having my fantasy team. Cause I've got mates who all in it, so I'll chuck it in, and then putting bets on yeah. stuff like that. It's like that's my football fun, but the Scottish football is the one that I'm into. Like yeah. I want to really know and it, what's and going it, on. And, and it is a challenge, and it's hard to even just going to a game helps. And, and I've I've been since I came out here. I was back home. I was at three games in a week when I was at home. But apart from that, you can go. You just can't get it from even watching on the telly, which I've, I've watched. I mean, I'm able to because I record the games. Yeah. If they're on, even if I'm in my bed, I record them. I get up in the morning without checking. See, the that's what I'd love. It. I'd love to do that. That's what um, I need to get something that I can maybe do on the internet with. Um, but yeah, it's it's just not the same. And um, I think we, it's almost like it's not just Scottish football, just football in general. Yeah. I feel so much more detached well, to yeah, it, and know, I find it hard to like. But then we're much better off than we would have been twenty years ago. When you yeah. would literally have got nothing on the telly, probably you wouldn't have had the internet to check it. You'd have been basically waiting for the newspaper to check the scores. Yeah, three days later. Three, yeah. yeah, and Try to get the daily so record. I mean, we can complain all we want, but at least we've got we can access the scores straight away. Yeah. Internet, Twitter, we can watch the goals, we can do all that. Uh, it's not you can get a stream for the games. I do watch, like when I do, but as I say, when the midnight ones were on, I watched a lot more. Like at the start of the season, yeah. I watched one of them, and it's went and out. And, the, like, and, then the and I've just been in Vietnam be as well. At night, they're, they're fine, but um, no, it's been good, and it's been it's yeah, it's been a different um, situation. It's not been good. I don't know. Why I said that, but. Um, it's, yeah, it's alright. But you're very fortunate, everyone back home, because even though, despite the poor coverage that you get, you've still got, you've got the, some coverage. You've got the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast, which is, uh, to be fair, like listening back, me and Craig were talking about it. The guys have done a great job. Right, I, would say, yeah, like, I think it's get. I, I was saying, it's I mean, it's went up a notch. Yeah, back, we, if we uh, if we come back to it, I think we're going to be uh, we're going to be out of depth. We're going to It'll be. Just be the, we'll be we'll be called upon when they can only yeah, get the two. Yeah, the emergency. Uh, the emergency. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it's. Um, the, yeah, anal- the analytical side has went up again another notch which I think to be fair I always felt it did every single year we were yeah. on it I think people grew and in fact having constant people on everyone yeah. gets better on the radio everyone improves and obviously the writing's got great Duncan doing one Andy doing that one for the Scotland one there's a lot more sort of opinion pieces than, yeah, and, than there used to be and these are uh, well, here's a dog coming to join oh, in it's like, it's like when back in the days of Cookie the Cat how are we doing mate? yeah how's it going? Yeah. what you got? Yeah. who'd you sport? <laughs> ah, he's a Good, uh, good old first for athletic yeah, man there. Um, yeah, but um, yeah. Yeah, we'll continue on and pretend it's not just sitting <laughs> right next to Tony. You're taking a ship right beside me. Yeah, it's not a ship. No, 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 that was already there. Oh, right, I was just yeah, lying in the ship yeah. in general. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it is going. It looks like yeah, it, it's, it's definitely uh, getting it. Uh, yeah, I'll just move over here. I mean, uh, it just came over there. I can see it coming out. Yeah. <laughs> you shine. You shine for me. This is what you pay for. Live commentary of dog defecation. But yeah, I think it's step up and I think it's amazing. I think it's testament how much that you know they've done the patreon stuff which um i think is a great more idea work. i think but they, it's, it's more work, work it's more work but it's the it's testament the amount of money they got i couldn't i couldn't believe that people um would, would be willing you never really know but it's um i think we have to even me and you are, who aren't 
really involved anymore. Can thank the folk for their support. Cause Absolutely, it keeps, I mean it's something it that I've involved going, in for years. We know how hard the, the guys all work. I mean Craig, Craig especially, like he's held that all together, and I'm I'm so pleased to see him doing well for himself. Yeah, uh, yeah like in terms it. of his actual job. Yeah, um, I mean, I I've never met anyone who really probably deserved it more. Yeah, and um, Craig Cairns the same. I mean he's working. Yeah. His, a lot of the guys they just work their sauce and they give up so much time. So the fact that people are donating money to that now, yeah, I think uh, they couldn't deserve, mean they any deserve more. every yeah. penny, and I think hopefully you'll think it, it's worthwhile. Even if, if I don't know if this is going to be paid for or not, but even I if hope it, not. I hope not. <laughs> this, this is not worth it. This is not worth your money. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think, Two ill-informed people yeah, talking yeah. about <laughs> talking about games, world, talking about games that happened six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think the, I mean I guess the other stuff. I think that's probably enough uh, enough football chat. But in terms of or in terms of I guess. The last thing would be in Australia, the A League. Have you watched much of the A League? I've not, no, I've not. I saw, I've got a friend who's uh, a little bit into it, but I think it's more. It he's uh, he's got Eastern European family. Ah, I think yeah. they're more for the, the they boys. Love it here. They love the Eastern European like communities are the ones that are right into it. But I mean, I, I've yeah, because got a bit of football violence yeah, in that yeah. I'm surprised about people are like banging into it. I've, uh, I've been trying to, I've tried to follow it since I got here. The problem, I, well, it's good because every game's on the telly, so you can really watch it if you want to watch it. But I can't be bored watching four, four games, five games or six, five games a weekend. But you can, yeah, there's usually a game on, which is good. And I've been to a couple, but the atmospheres are flat because the stadiums are so big, and there's not that many people there. Yeah, yeah. I think the Western Sydney Wanderers would have been an exception to that, but they, um, they've just moved away. They've just knocked that stadium down because they're rebuilding it for rugby and stuff. But the standard is not great. The standard is probably worse than the SPFL, and it's entertaining. You always get, you'd usually always entertain. Again, but like, again, they have it's another one of those. They have a few Nobody quality standout. Nobody can player. defend here. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, always worse. The same in America. That's yeah. the, they lost. They've got all the fitness. They've got some of the technique. Yeah. The techniques. But there's some good players. But yeah, um, but like it all seems too easy. But I was at a game like last last Thursday night. I was watching. I went down to um, while I was here. I thought I'll take in a game. Melbourne City against uh, Newcastle Jets. And it was a it was a decent game. It was entertaining, but the the standard was just you're just watching the defence and they're getting beat by the same move every time. Like they're just not holding their shape. It's like a FIFA. Yeah, and yeah. T- Tim Cahill was playing, which was good. It was good to see. Fifty-seven-year-old Tim, goal. Tim Cahill. Uh, I he saw that. In the derby yeah. Against, uh, um, but yeah, so it's good, and, and it's good that they've got the whole grand final system. Well, I think it's taking the piss that there's ten teams in the A League and six of them get into the playoffs. Yeah. It kind of kills the point of the full season. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, like a but then the season, it's good having the grand finals and there's real excitement about it. It's a bit like the playoffs back yeah. in Scotland. But I mean, it's definitely it's bigger than I thought it would be here. I thought no one would literally care about it. Really, people do care. You yeah. get good, like Melbourne, the Melbourne derbies and the Sydney derbies are pulling sixty thousand plus. Yeah, people are really excited. Yeah, they about care about those. And again, ones. when you get like Cahill and then they, they under again, it's something that football brings really well. Is that others? I don't think other sports can match up to the rivalry that no, football no, when football does it it always seems that people really buy into it it's like soccer's really we'll call it soccer for the sake of this cock over here yeah. um, people really buy into the rivalry because other sports it's all mixed yeah and like, there's people too many like, th- I mean if you're talking here Melbourne AFL there's so many teams yeah, that there's like, no the rivalries all disappear I like that I watched the, uh, the grand final was pretty good for yeah, AFL again that was another one a team um, that was yeah, um, Footscray team for Footscray they won it for the first time in like 60 years yeah and that was, like that. I mean they, they beat the Sydney Swans so I'd, uh, I'd not really caring but I would <laughs> like the Sydney Swans to win since I live there but um, I've actually keep planning to go to an AFL game and I've not been yet but I, 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 went, I went to one uh, I, I quite enjoyed it you could get a beer and a seat all it's that good jazz to, I enjoyed the challenge of like watching it without knowing any of the rules and I enjoyed actually trying to pick up the rules on my own without looking them up and you, you finally understand it because you're seeing the guy and you're like why are you you're holding the ball 
why do you, why do you not run with it? Why are you like like throwing it away like it's a hot potato? And it's basically because if you're standing holding the ball, they, they can el- essentially assault you. Yeah, yeah. yeah essentially take your heat off. Because you can only move with the ball you can only move it. Yeah, yeah, so there's all this... Uh, Which is difficult to do because so of the shape just, of the ball. Yeah, it's, all, it's good. Um, yeah, it was quite exciting. I, I don't like that you can uh, score... I don't like games where you can have more than one way of scoring. Well, yeah, I know what you mean. Because you, you, that one, if, if you hit a shit shot, you get one. Yeah, point. you get a point. It's like it's essentially like in football. If you if your shot goes just wide, you still get you get half a goal. Yeah, which it's is like, shit. Because um, everyone just shoots everywhere. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I mean, I, I enjoy it. I mean, it's it's. I'll never passionately care about it, but it's good to watch. But yeah, it. it's, it's entertaining, definitely, definitely. Being up in being up in, in New South Wales, it's uh, the NRL, the Rugby League, which I have really actually got quite into. Uh, I prefer Rugby League to Union. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and it, it's fast, and it's um, the rules are fairly straightforward. It's not that difficult to learn, and yeah, and, and they care about it a lot up there. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, in New South Wales, it's a big thing, and. I'm sure, I feel like that's something I'll actually keep following. You need to be home. surrounded. I think surrounded by people with passion to get you in it. Yeah, yeah. And then you, they tell you like the history of the teams, and they tell you the nuances right, yeah. between the teams, and then suddenly you can feel by it because otherwise it's just guys in strips. Yeah. But the same with football, don't yeah, you? No, no, you don't, no, you don't, no, you don't, don't care if you don't buy into it, then you can't. You, you can't understand it. You need to get immersed in the culture. But I, I have enjoyed the NRL and the similar situation there. Actually, the Cronulla Sharks won it this year, which was a, another team who hadn't won it in a very long time. So. There's obviously something in the air this year. No, 2016, it's been an yeah, incredible year yeah, in, in for, general. For a lot of things, but we'll, we'll, we'll steer clear of the, yeah, the depressing political yeah. uh, stuff, which is all uh, since I've been There's more educated people than me yeah, talking about it. I, say, uh, I, don't, uh, I just don't, don't enjoy talking about it, no. to be honest. Um, yeah, and I guess, yeah, so it's hard. I mean, there's, there's so much sport. They love their sport here as much as we do at home. I mean, the Olympics, you were here for the Olympics, yeah. right? Everything, they care about everything. And do you know what the... I never expected they're a lot more positive about their athletes than they are at home see even when they lose it's not a big um, until they it's lose it's not a big badly, inquest it's not like a big inquest when someone finishes fourth yeah which is the opposite of what I thought because I thought it's all about winning which it is in some extent but though they're a lot more sympathetic to folk not doing well they, 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 once, got a bit more, once or twice I think they've got a bit more respect for the moment yeah that, uh, things can go wrong at the moment even if they because it's really had a pretty piss poor Olympics they didn't win that many medals considering um, they're normally yeah, a high very scorer good at yeah it, um, but no, it's so. I mean, it's a sporting nation. They keep talking, they talking that in the, or the news all the time, and it really is like the, everything's. I mean, about just sport. looking around right now. I mean, you've got guys skating over there, like a serious yeah, guy skating, surfing, all the surfing. I don't see any probably cooled down a bit cooled down yeah, but I mean just like, everything everything is surrounded yeah. by sport everything they do all the loads of sports bars um, so yeah I mean it's a Melbourne it's a great city I've not been to Sydney yet yeah you need to come up to Sydney I think we can talk a bit about Australia I mean I've, I've absolutely loved being here this is my first time down in Melbourne it's really nice it's very different from Sydney I mean I think that's the, the biggest thing is the cities are, are so different from each other they're so far apart even though yeah because Sydney I've not been here but it looks like a, more of a beach Sydney, town like, well, yeah, but Sydney's more uh, Sydney's more glitzy Sydney's yeah. more like um, it's like it, it's very aware of its own like um, it wants yeah. to be classy yeah Melbourne's a bit more gritty and grimy so I feel like Melbourne's a bit like Glasgow and Edinburgh's kind of Sydney's a bit like yeah, Edinburgh's got, got that and Melbourne's got a lot of uh, and there's a lot of potential in Melbourne and there's a lot oh. of uh, but it's great like it's uh, I feel people like, would say hipster but I think it's really cool nah, there's so I, much I, things to go and see Every I love uh, big cities when they have areas have their own vibe yeah, so yeah, like, you can go to like one area yeah like, yeah so because like in Edinburgh, everything has to be obviously just the way it is. Everything's really in the city centre. The only ones, the only other places that you could really go for a for a drink with nights, maybe Leith, Stockbridge, because yeah. they're just outside the centre. 
but everywhere else, sort of just like all oh, the other yeah, yeah, pubs yeah, yeah. and that. But it's just a, it's just a community. Really. It's just the size, right? I mean, Sydney, yeah. Sydney's got the same population as Scotland, so it makes sense that Melbourne's not much smaller. Yeah, it's like four million or something. Like um, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think we're, we're lucky in a sense. There's a big debate about the cities, but they're both great places to live. The country's a, um, I mean. Just so Every far away from everything. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. They all live, uh, yeah, that's why. Like, I just got back. I went and I took my girlfriend. I mean, we got engaged when we were away. It wasn't planned quite to, so structurally, but we'd done it when we were away. Uh, we went to Vietnam just for a couple of weeks to see friends that we'd met travelling. We'd done a bit of work at a music festival, which was good fun. Um, and we just like obviously went to a few places in Vietnam. I'm obviously I'm planning on travelling properly next year. Yeah, but I, I, I'd quite like to. I got to dip my toes in a bit, learn a bit about the country. Yeah, like, it's an amazing I mean, place. Like, I've, I've found like I'm, I've been lucky enough. Like, I get to travel a bit around Australia with work, so I've been to a lot of the cities, and they're all so different from each other, but they're all really nice. Like I've yeah. never, I've never been somewhere in Australia actually thought oh, this is a bit of a shithole, and I'm yeah. sure they exist, but I've just never been to them. <laughs> um, that's well set up. I mean, that's like it's like uh, Edinburgh's really well set up like that because if you're a tourist. You get dropped into the centre, you'll think yeah. it was incredible. Especially with, like I said, Nathan's Top Bridge have been done up a bit as well. So even if you venture outside the very centre, you've got nice. But we've just structured our sort of our built-up areas, if yeah. you like. They're just all situated, circled round it. Yeah, you won't yeah. get to unless you go looking for them. But um, yeah, and I mean, you, you were talking to me earlier about, about going down to ta- thinking going down to yeah, Tasmania. Yeah, yeah, I, I was there yeah. last year on holidays. It's a beautiful part of the world. It's just it kind of reminds me of Scotland a lot of the scenery. So That's what a lot of people say. You'll, yes. you'll enjoy yourself there, I think. But yeah, it's so far to anywhere, anywhere you go. I mean, we're in Vietnam, and I mean, I had to travel eight hours to Kuala Lumpur, like seven and a half hour flight to Kuala Lumpur, and then there's like a four hour flight to Kuala Lumpur. In Vietnam. Yeah, you, don't, you don't hang that. You don't hang that until. Yeah, I'm thinking even, Asia. Yeah, not yeah, it's all quite close. It's like I flew to I flew to West Coast USA and it's like as far as the planes can go, it's like a 13 and a half hour flight to Los Angeles and it's like you, you just don't. Uh, I don't know if I said East Coast, but I meant West Coast. If I said West Coast, I still meant West Coast. Um, but the uh, you're West Coast till you die. Yeah, that's right. But that's that's kind of kind of. But um, no, the whole um, yeah, as that's the one downside is anywhere you go, like yeah, it's so far. Move. But then at the same time, you actually don't need to leave Australia. To be honest, it's so much. Um, I'm, I mean, you've got your outback. It's just got so, it's such a vast country. They're so, and it changes and its vibe is so places. So probably like what it's like in America is like people probably like they speak to other Australians they've not even really left. Yeah, uh, because yeah, it's similar in America. They could, well, if they go to the other side of America, they're getting a completely different culture. This is where we could get into politics and globalization if we wanted to. Yeah. We'll leave that. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> but no, like, it's, it's the same. I would thoroughly, thoroughly recommend anyone that has the opportunity to come here to come and do it, even if it's for a year or it's two just a years. Great, it's, it's a great uh, lifestyle. The lifestyle is really good. I mean, like, yeah, like, I you mean, make better money, it's more relaxed, uh, there's loads more to do, and obviously you've got the weather. It is, like, yeah, I mean, it's a great place to I'll, visit. When I go back home, I mean, Sydney's a little bit warmer than here, but we had a day last year that was like 42 degrees and it's like you can't cope with that but most of the time it's like nice it's like 30 odd and you're like you get used to that and you're like yeah. 30 like today it's 30 degrees and I was quite warm because it hadn't yeah. been that warm for a while but you're kind of used to it if but it yeah, I mean, I must, I'm not going to lie to people back home like since I've been here Melbourne's, Melbourne's not the same as the rest of Australia weather wise yeah. it's got like Melbourne holds a lot more culture especially in a cult country that's uh, it's not an old country yeah. so there isn't actually a lot of vast history really but Melbourne is a sort of more cultural hub so why, why I liked it a bit uh, to come and yeah. actually live in, but um, yeah, but it's, yeah, it's good. They're all very different, different places, with different yeah. vibes. Yeah, I would, I would recommend. Yeah, it and I, I mean, I wasn't. I came out here. I came out here to have a job to come for, and uh, I, I, I mean, I'd always wanted to come, but I wasn't really actually. I know a lot of people are like the dream of coming out to Australia, and you know, it's like that. I never really thought about it that much, and the job came up. I took the chance. I came, and now I'm like. 
even if I haven't gone back home, like, like for good, I'll be. I feel like I'll be out here regularly on yeah. holidays. It's just it's an amazing place. And, and there's so much to see. Um, there's so, so yeah. much that you won't see even when you live here. So yeah, uh, this podcast so is spo- sponsored by the Australian Tourist Board. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, I feel like we've probably been talking. God knows how long oh, it's been. Nonsense. Um, yeah, it's two minutes past six now. Yeah, over yeah. an hour. So like, yeah, uh, we we've been probably, shooting the shit. We could probably we leave. Could it it. Here. We could probably do another hour, but yeah. we'll probably wrap it up. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah people just get bored of us just yeah, it's been to, a pleasure, Craig, yeah, doing a podcast good, again. To, it's good to just see one of the one of you again. Yeah, any, yeah. any of you, but it's good yeah. to see you, Tony, and um, and yeah, get a chat about Scottish football, which I'm not being able to do. Really, yeah, there's nobody to talk to like in a proper way. And hopefully, <laughs> the, the the fans who miss us so much, I'm sure, like, thinking where are Craig and Tony? <laughs> this is where we are. We nice. So there's some people that might have literally just became fans of the show, yeah, might never have heard us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what we done? Adam for four years. You done three, I think. Yeah. Um, so we've done it for a long time. That's how long that podcast been going for. I mean, really. You're hitting it. It must be around eight years. Yeah, um, Fowler started it in its yeah. in its infancy. So I mean, it's still going. It's and getting it, stronger. I mean, it's, it's getting better. It's, it's incredible. I mean, for me, and we've talked about this earlier. It's like such a good resource for us, like to just keep on top of things. But um, yeah, so I mean, I know this is not your typical episode because we've essentially not talked about anything that's happened recently in Scottish, apart from Martin Waghorn's um, yeah, Martin Waghorn's uh, <laughs> battles. With, yeah, but with I mean, it's just, it's just amazing that he's just wandering about with a chippy at yeah. three o'clock and has a, a fight with a fifteen-year-old. Yeah, what um, are you doing, Martin Waghorn? Crack on with your, you're good. Yeah, <laughs> you're good. Just crack on with that. Um, yeah, so we'll wrap it up here. Yeah. Eh? Well, this is like a Craig Fowler ending. It's just on, going on and on yeah. and on, and it's never actually finishing. So Terry's podcast on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, at Terry podcast for the Twitter. Uh, uh, Patreon. Shh, Patreon. Get give us all your the, yeah. give us all your fucking money. As don't, if this is the first time you've listened to it, please don't think that it's yeah, cheap. This, this, this is, is a shit one. This is this is not like your standard podcast. Listen to any other one. Um, this is I was just desperate to be involved. Desperate again. to be involved. <laughs> they'll, probably, they'll probably not even put this online. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, I'll just go. That's all this shit. Well, let's enter the fucking cup again. They'll <laughs> put a two-minute part up and yeah. pretend, pretend that was all we did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's been great to get back on the on the air. To be honest, yeah. and um, as I say, we'll, we'll you'll be back. Probably, when you back? I'm probably going to be back in Scotland for the start of next season. Basically, so, so Craig will definitely. I'm um, sure you'll be back on board. Yeah. And I'll maybe be a year or two down the line, yeah, but if the but podcast is still there when I get home, then we'll I'll be, absolutely uh, be yeah, involved. We'll be straight into it. Yeah. So thanks, uh, thanks for listening, and yeah. we'll we'll see you in a long time. Yeah, good luck. That is press pause. Yeah, I'm just pausing that just now so it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it anyway. <laughs> so I press stop. Yeah. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.